Do you all love K-pop? We know we all do. Welcome to this segment, the K-pop stars we love. The reason why K-pop is loved all around the world. During this time, I, Sam Carter, and Seo Samuel will be closely examining and exploring K-pop through the musician's point of view. Oh my K-pop! That's right, listeners. It's Oh My K-pop time, and that means we have Seo Samuel with do, us do, in do, the do, studio. Do, 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 do. I was about to say beautiful Tuesday, but no. It's it's a rainy Tuesday. Yeah, rainy. I mean, if it rains all the time, then it doesn't matter. But it mm. rains like from time to time, it's and strange. E- and especially on the most unexpected timing, yeah. it starts to rain. So, yeah. oh, especially yesterday. Mm. No, it was actually the day before yesterday. Mm. So it was Saturday. Oh no, it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. I went to a car wash, right? Mm. So I wiped oh. my car like <laughs> so clean ever. Wow. And I was so satisfied with my, with my car, right? So, oh, it's a good day to go on a drive. Let's go out for a drive. And then I suddenly decided to park my car on an outdoor parking lot yeah. and went, went out for a coffee. Yeah. And then it started to rain crazy. No. Like right after five minutes. So, wow, what a day. I hate that. That's yeah. that's the worst thing because Korean rain it doesn't make it, it makes it a bit dirtier. By the way, listeners, True. unfortunately, <laughs> and Simon's got a really beautiful car as well. So I would feel more sad. No, it doesn't matter. Whatever car you drive, it's just this, it, oh, yeah. the fact that it rains after you finished your car wash. That's yeah. the sad part. <laughs> Do you not go through the automatic car wash? No, never. No. Oh, that's not good for a nice yeah. car. Um, actually, I got my car repainted. Yeah. So it's not really good for the paint job. It's not. It's yeah. not. You're right. I use those places, the automatic one. Yeah, I used to go there a lot. Because yeah. my car, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, I, I've said this before. There was one time because I never used one in England, ever. Oh. I used Do to, they have automatic wash? Zone? They have them, but everyone yeah. does just does it with a sponge them in their driveway in, at home, right? That's so cool. Yeah, though. we did that. But in Korea, you, they have no driveway, so yeah, because we don't have our own garages. You exactly. Know, yeah. And so uh, I, I left the window open. <laughs> I went to the car wash. I was like, no! That happened? And the water was coming in. Oh, How did it feel? It felt horrible because I, was, I had a coffee as well. The soap water was on my coffee. Anyways, guys. All right. So Samuel is here for today's Oh Mad K-pop, of yes, course. Yes, yes. So mm. what's going to happen is we are going to choose the K-pop star of the hour. Look back on their history from day their debut till now and Sam and I will be analyzing the reason why we think they're loved through our point of view yes absolutely we also need the listeners participation yep um, during the middle of the segment Sam and I will be choosing our own B-side track from the artist that we like yep and uh also, for today's uh, K-pop star, mm-hmm. we'd like you please to send in a song by them that you really like. Um, tell us a reason why you like the particular artist too. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to send in your request for the K-pop star that you want us to listen to because we will actively reflect your opinions and you guys know the drill. Mm. Of course, today's corner prize, special video message from me, Sam, and Fluffy with Bluffy Absolutely. the Bears. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to get started. Today, yeah. K-pop star of the day. Yep, today's K-pop star is Seventeen. 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 Yeah, man. Love it. Oh yeah. Anyway, Seventeen released their eighth mini album. It's called Your Choice on the 18th. Despite the abruption, it entered number 15 on the main album chart, Billboard 200, for the first time, proving its global popularity. 
Previously, they sold 880,000 copies on the first day of its release. The initial sales amounted to 136. What? Oh, it's 1,364,000 copies. Oh, it's 1 million. Which is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1 million 364. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. What? Over a million. That's amazing. Well, achieving quadruple million sellers, it set a record to become first artist in initial sales for all artists in 2021. It's crazy. I think uh, as a Korean artist, once if you get over a million listeners, we're mm. talking like we're talking superstar status. We're talking like um, like like the SM artists. They'll mm. always go over a million. This is huge. True. This true. is massive. Um, right. So we are talking all about Seventeen, right? Yep. If we, those of you, I mean, everyone knows Seventeen, of course, but mm -hmm. they are a thirteen-member boy group who debuted in twenty fifteen. Um, really ambitious work of um, Pledis Entertainment Company. It was the mm -hmm. second male idol group after New East. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, they are one of those third generation K-pop groups. Um, and straight from their beginning, they had amazing feedback from fans and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they had a fan meeting recently, actually, called 17 and Carrotland. Um, it'll be online and offline simultaneously. We're talking August mm -hmm. the 6th to the August the 8th. So um, those of you interested, that's definitely worth checking out. Mm -hmm. So speaking a little bit about their albums, so far they have released eight mini albums plus repackages. Special albums and three full albums have been released. And 13 members, three units, one team, equals 17, mm -hmm. they stand for. Leader are S-Kups, Hoshi Uji, and Busoksun unit groups. Sungwan Togyeom Hoshi is also active as well. And some of their hit songs are Aju Nice, in English, Very Nice, mm. Pretty, mm. Manse, in English, also Manse, yeah. and Left and Right, and Paksu, in English, Clap! Clap. Oh, clap, clap, clap. They've got so many hit songs that we can talk about. Really, really interesting group, mm -hmm. 17. I mean, there's so much to talk about when it comes to mm -hmm. the group. Not just because they have lots of members, but mm -hmm. um, because of, you know, the fact that they're all sort of very talented in different areas. Um, and the um, interesting fact about them is that I didn't know they sold over a million copies of, of their album. It's my yeah, first time man. getting to know them. And selling over a million copies, that means they, like... They must have made a huge amount of money, right? Of course, But yeah. the fact that they stay humble and keep on producing new music fresh every year and mm. like at least one album a year, I believe. They release yeah. more than that. So that attitude is, I think, what I really that make them shine even better. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think one thing we could talk yeah. about with Seventeen as well is everyone knows. I mean, you know him, of course. Yeah. Kebonju, of yeah. course, is is behind. Is like, I was saving that dude. Are we You're, saving yeah. it? Are we saving it? He's obviously yeah. like the brains behind yeah. the group, writing lot almost every single song. Not just him, but but Uji yeah, as well. Uji and Kebonju, one of the yeah. members that together, mm -hmm. they are. I mean, it's a really interesting um, um, group. I think mm -hmm. very unique. Very unique. There's, I can't really see another group like them. Mm -hmm. um, they've made a comeback and with their title song "Ready to Love," um, which um, I've I've really enjoyed. They've kind of gone to a. It's it's not as unique as some of the other songs they've done. Right, mm -hmm. this song. It's a bit more sort of, kind of. I feel like with seventeen, you've got some of the hip kind of funky tracks, and then you've got the kind of more emotional tracks like Ulgoship mm -hmm. Don't Wanna Cry," songs like that. Mm -hmm. This is kind of in that emotional area. I feel. But they just, they just vocally, mm -hmm. they're just so good, and the tracks are always so great. Um, even though it's not so unique, it just, it's so good to listen to because you know the quality is so high. Um, I really do enjoy uh, the new song actually, and I think it's one of those sort of sing-along songs. And clearly, 
the fans love it because they've mm-hmm. sold so many of them, you know. Um, those we? of you who haven't yeah. heard it, we mm. should probably listen to the new song then. Yeah. Let's have yeah. a listen to Ready to Love with Seventeen. I, I'm ready to love. I'm ready to love, listeners. I'm ready. I'm ready. I think Seventeen are ready as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful song, isn't it? I think mm-hmm. I think it's uh, if the track. There's nothing spectacular about the track, but I think it's all about the vocal singing just beautifully, having a song that you can maybe sing along to as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, great comeback from Seventeen. Great comeback, mm-hmm. and they are the subject of yep. today's Oh My Keep Up. Yeah. So send in the song by them that you want to hear, and also tell us about the reason why I became their fan as well. Absolutely. Okay. What are we going to do, guys? I mean, oh, 17. Do you know why I struggle? They've got so many songs, man. So many albums um, and so many hit songs. So it was very difficult to try, kind of choose some of these hit songs. Mm-hmm. But I thought maybe we can listen to some key 17 tracks and mm-hmm. maybe we can have a, a quick chat about them. Yeah? Yep. All right. Let's get started, shall we? Boom, 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 boom. All right, so the first song we're listening to is called Boom Boom in English, Boom Boom as well, and it's the title song. Boom Boom of the third mini album. It's called Going 17 at the end of 2016. An initial third, uh, 130,000 copies are sold, becoming the fourth boy group to sell more than 100,000 copies in the first week. Wow. And achieved first place in TV music shows, and from debut song, Akinda, I Love You, to Aju Nice, Very mm. Nice, they received enormous love with their refreshing concept. Often showed concept changes as you can see in Boom Boom and Paksu in 2017 and Dok in 2019. Yeah, I think that's a key point. They've got lots of different sort of concepts or aspects of music that they do. Mm-hmm. This song was huge, huge mm-hmm. because I think with every 17 song, what's great is they um, always come up with a song with a very memorable part. True. Even we started going boom boom yeah. boom boom boom, mm-hmm. you know. This sort of thing. I mean, they're talented at naming the song. We can't leave speaking about that. Oh, you're yeah. right. They always come out with just so easy to memorable. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I still remember the first time when Pomju told me that he was going on Superstar. Uh-uh. Mm. And after that, he started working with Block B. And then after that, he started mm. producing for 17. I still remember the first days of him started producing. And yeah. I don't know why, but he improved a lot. I mean, obviously, he has worked on more than thousands of songs, so it's obvious he improved a lot. And I feel so proud of this dude, Pomju, yeah. and yeah, he's done really well. Good luck to him, even though we're not that tight anymore. Mm, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's come yeah. up with it with with great songs for this group. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how I think this song kind of represents mm-hmm. Seventeen, the funky side. If mm-hmm. you listen to lots of their hit songs, it's got a bit of funkiness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and. Uh, they're so interesting to listen to because they've got so many members. Mm-hmm. Each member's voice is so unique, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got low tone rappers, you've mm-hmm. got guys who can, you know, belt out the high notes, guys mm-hmm. who are more delicate. Um, this song, it just shows so many different aspects mm-hmm. of their skills, I think. True, true, true. Oh, I'm going to have this in my head the whole day now. And what's more fresher about 17 is that they don't really use that low end as much as other idol groups do. Mm. And that ma- that turned out even better for them because it makes the sound even more brighter than the other songs released nowadays. Yeah. So that's 
I think, is one strong point of them that stands out from other groups. Absolutely. Yep. All right, this one is Boom Boom. Mm-hmm. We're moving on to a very different style of song. Mm-hmm. This one. All right, so it's a ballad dish song. It's called Ulgo Shipjana in English, Don't Wanna Cry. And May 2017, the title track of the Ford Mini album won TV music broadcasting shows. Uh, straight six crowns. Wow. And there's an interesting episode about Chong Han's name in the lyricist when Pomju, Uji, Eskups, and Hoshi are sitting together and thinking concerning that one repeated lyric at the end of the song bothering them, Chong Han passed by humming Uri Tashi Bolte and they adopted it as the lyrics for that part. That's interesting. It's, it's crazy how lyrics, the um, inspiration comes out really randomly. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? This is this is actually my favorite 17 song. Is it? I even, I even did my uh, version of this uh, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so well written, the melody. Mm-hmm. So, so well written. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows off their vocal skills more, I think. Mm-hmm. Very difficult to sing this song, by the way. True, more true. difficult than you might think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it shows a very different style. It's a, it's a drop style song, yeah. which they didn't do a huge amount with, to be honest. Yeah. Lots of their songs like I like Bumper, very funky, a little bit. It's like, most of their songs, it's like having 10 songs in one, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, crazy sort of yeah. going back and forth. But this one, very sort of, a bit more pop, I think. For me, this song hits me kind of differently because I know, I mean, sorry for speaking about Pomjo over and over mm. again, but I know how that guy's writing on melodies and I know how that guy produces a track. Mm. And this is the kind of thing, exactly what I've been hearing while we were in our high school life. Uh-huh. We were making this kind of songs that back in the days and he was like pursuing this kind of styles a right. lot. And especially the background vocals wise um the part where they go eh eh yeah. eh and um that's the kind of thing that Pomju was doing a lot of time I mean basically all the time throughout right. his songs and it reminds me of all the good memories back in the days when we used to work on the track together mm. and good to see him doing well yeah yeah. I mean he's doing great isn't he mm. uh, this song as well I think really influenced by in America the Chainsmokers mm-hmm, true because the Chainsmokers when they started com- they made EDM and pop kind of come together mm-hmm. and it definitely has that sort of um, feel to it as mm-hmm. well um, and it's interesting how different styles we influence each other from different countries right mm-hmm. nowadays Korea we're influencing other countries now true true so it's uh, it's really interesting isn't it yep. um, love this song Ugo Shipjana don't want to cry Right, next song is called... Yeah, Left and Right. Mm-hmm. So this song, in a long time, they came back with a refreshing concert for summer of 2020 with the seventh mini-album title song, Left and Right. Even though it has been six years since its debut, it perfectly pulled off the innocent and fresh concept. And 17's youth him to troubled youth. Mm-hmm. And sold 1.09 million copies within a week of its release, achieved the first million sellers after the debut. Yeah, man. It's another mm-hmm. song that I really love from Seventeen, actually, left and right, mm-hmm. because it's. I mean, every song they release is so. It's so Seventeen. Mm-hmm. There's no other group which kind of sounds like them nowadays. Um, really interesting music video to this one too. Mm-hmm. When you watch it, I love this hook. Left and True. Right. Oh, it's 
so good, man. And track-wise, I believe that with this track, Uzi's production has reached to a certain point. I yeah. yeah. I mean, you can actually, listening to left mm. and right and then boom, mm -hmm. boom, because they're in a similar sort of vibe, mm -hmm. um, but there's a big gap in terms of time. Left and right, you can see them really evolving, right? Mm -hmm. Really evolving. And again, we say it like, like earlier on, because they've got so many members with so many different voices, their songs are fun to listen to because mm -hmm. you just think every second mm -hmm. of the song is just like, oh, it's like a different person. This is kind of new. This is kind of new. Different rhythms, different tones coming out. Um, and with a great hook, mm -hmm. oh, they've, it's like the perfect chemistry, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The perfect chemistry. Um, another great song from 70. One of my favorites as well. Love yeah. the hook of it, left and right. Yeah. So how about we let the guys listen to the whole song? Actually? Yeah, ma'am. Yeah. trouble now i'm in trouble i'll be singing mm -hmm. <laughs> i'll be singing that all day right there we go so three big hit songs from 17 that we heard and what's what's great is i think we show different sides to them i think they do have these two sides which mm -hmm. we've kind of portrayed really well you know the kind of funky energy mm -hmm. brilliant for concerts mm -hmm. that sort of side and then the kind of more emotional side mm -hmm. too um yep anyways guys we are talking about 17 today yep. and um me and sammy we've chosen some songs that we want to play right? oh already huh yeah man mm -hmm. all right so today i brought one of their songs called kojin marule lie again mm -hmm. uh it's from 2019 from the album called 17 third album on ode mm -hmm. and of course every song was produced by pomju and uzi together mm -hmm. and i chose this track as a track number two and it's um one of the ballad-ish song from that tr album and i think i don't know I, I i just had good time listening to it so no other reason i just wanted to recommend this one that's all i guess yeah. sometimes um yeah. sometimes listeners when we listen to a song as, mm -hmm. as musicians as well mm -hmm. we just there's no sort of there's no sort of technical reason there's nothing True. like that it's just the vibe of it it just sounds yeah. good mm -hmm. it just sounds good it, it can be lots of different things a mm -hmm. part of it um i mean they've got so many albums it was it, did you have trouble choosing a song i mean True. there's so many and the thing about the second track of an album is that i don't know like if, i don't know if you would agree as a musician mm. but most people do not really listen to track number two did you notice that? Oh, that's interesting. When it comes to my case, not many people listen to track two, but they listen to four and the title track for some reason. I don't know why. That's but interesting. Yeah, I don't know why, but mm. I think it's a psychology, a psychological thing. But yeah. So I wanted to like give a little bit of light mm. to the second track of this album. So yeah. that's important because mm. when people put an album together, mm -hmm. whether it's a, a group or an artist, there's a big thought behind the the order of what mm -hmm. the songs are going mm -hmm. in so i think having a listen to a whole album can be a really good thing to do to get to know that artist mm -hmm. in a more deeper way probably mm -hmm. um excellent man well um we love this style of song as well so we should probably go and uh, have a listen yeah? all right let's have a listen to kojin marile lie again with 17. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so the song we just heard is called Kojimarele Lie Again with 17 from 2019. And in today's K pop star is 17, so send in the song by them that you want to hear and also tell us about the reason why I became their fan as well. And I hope you guys enjoyed that song we just played. Yeah, good song. It's got that Ugo Shpichana to want to cry feel about it a little bit. I think mm-hmm. they actually used one of the lines. Yeah. I, 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 I heard one of the lines. I think it's just, obviously they can do it because it's their songs, right? <laughs> of course. Um, I love it. I love the fact that it's kind of, they just let it be slow because mm. sometimes when you think oh is it too slow do I need to do something to it as a as a you know producer but they just mm. let let it be like that which I think is cool um, dude people loving it actually uh, Siska says wait is this Samuel Sars pick this yep, song is interesting is. the intro had Disney vibes like under the sea great pick under the sea does it? <laughs> Does it have done the It could do. Are oh, the intro. The intro of the song, maybe. Maybe. Really? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Uh, how did the song begin? Under the Sea? Under the Sea. I think it's got like the steel drums yeah? a little bit. Maybe that's why. I forgot the intro part I for that song. I, all I know is... Yeah, because that main theme melody is so strong that you only remember that yeah. part, Under the Sea, right? You don't remember the rest, yeah. Especially the song from the other Disney um song. What was the song called? You Got a Friend in Me. Oh, Toy Story. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, we, we could do a whole show on that. <laughs> we could do a whole show, man. Um, Leon Terra says, you know, yeah. you're talking about track number two. Yeah. Interesting thought there, um, mm. uh, because maybe that's why nowadays the title track is the second track. That's that You're right, actually. Nowadays in Idol albums, track two is the title. Well, we never know what's right or wrong, but yeah, yeah. it's a possibility. Yeah. yeah, I think they're sort of, maybe they're changing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Aim Leader says, all I can say, this is a 17 song. This type of 17 song, love. It. Mm-hmm. So Emily clearly loves that more um, emotional mm-hmm. side, I think, to, uh, to 17. It's a great choice, well, man. Well, she enjoyed it, so I'm satisfied. Thank yeah. you. Great choice, great choice. Um, okay, we've got some time, I think, to go through some messages from our listeners. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then let me go first. Mm. All right, so Gwen from the States. I love 17's stage presence and amazing vocalists, dancers, and rappers. Each member is very unique in his own way. One thing that I also like about Seventeen is their light stick. It's very beautiful. Oh. Can you please play My My by Seventeen? Okay. My My is also... Oh, I forgot about that song. That's also good, yeah. Do you know what? Light sticks, they're important, man. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, having a good light stick, it makes a concert just unbelievable. True. Yeah. You're right. Seventeen, they're very... I remember when they debuted, they came to Super K-pop. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, ah, oh, there's something about this group. I think... I think I remember thinking, you know, they're gonna they're gonna do great. Not just because they have lots of members, but mm-hmm. c- because you know, honestly, they are all really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a close like Duna, um, like an older sister who mm-hmm. helped me with Lunafly like marketing, mm-hmm. and then she moved to Pledis and mm-hmm. was in charge of Seventeen mm-hmm. since their debut. And so I always heard a lot about them. Apparently, they're just very nice as well. Wow, does that mean you get a chance to work on their track in the future? Seventeen. Yeah. Um, you never. Well, they 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 have a producer. <laughs> <laughs> they have a great producer. Um, so you never know in life, though. You never know. Yeah. But apparently, they are very. I think being humble and being really hardworking. Mm-hmm helps the group mm-hmm. to kind of go for a long time. True. Because 2015 debut, so they've been going for six years now. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been they've been doing very well, mm-hmm. doing really well. Um, quick comment, Adrian says, almost all of their sidetracks are very good. You're right, you're right. And Siska comes back to us, Siska. The musical instruments, they sound like Under the Sea. <laughs> I trust you, Siska. I can't remember the, the <laughs> instrumentation for Under the Sea. So, yeah, we trust you on that one. Okay. Um, all right, have we got, um, I've got one here. Tazin from Bangladesh. 
gosh. Okay, it says, hello, I do love Seventeen because they're a large numbered group. The more members, the more diversity we can see. They're apparently the only large group still active with all of their original debuted members. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, my favourite member, Escoots, because I understand the trouble he's gone through while taking care of his members. My favourite foreign member is Jun because his face is undeniably so small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like him because of his small face. Um, I like the song Flower by Seventeen. It was sung by Escoots, uh, Chonghan, uh, Wanu and the Eight, Sengguan and Tino for this reason. I like this song. The drum sounds remind me of my country's hilly areas. Okay. So is that sort of a Bangladesh feel in the song? That's really interesting. Um, good reason there. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have time for another? Yeah, one? man. All right. Since I just read Adrian Linga's comment on YouTube, I'm going to read his message. Mm. So it's Adrian from Philippines. The story of me being a fan began four years ago when Don't Want to Cry came out on May mm. 22nd. For me, a song is considered a very good one if the piece scored a direct hit not only on your feelings, but also its emotions Mm. they want to deliver its listeners. In this case, the song Smile Flower is what I want to hear the most from this group. Honestly, most of their songs made me cry, but what I loved about this group is that they get to share all the struggles they face during their lifetime, and I think that is what make it feel so special. Yeah. Well, he actually wrote good, but I changed it to special because, yeah. I think you're yeah. right. I think at the end of the day, you know, however you analyze um, mm-hmm. a particular artist's music, if it hits you emotionally, then job done. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. really. It makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with that for sure. Um, good. All right. What else do we have here? Uh, but I was going to say also, I remember, I think I played. Um, you know, like celebrity football with a few of the seventeen members mm. when they uh, during their started their careers. I remember Vernon's a really interesting guy because mm-hmm. he's half. Is it American? I think it's half American, half Korean, like me, right? He's yeah. half Caucasian, um, but he spent so much time in Korea. His mm-hmm. English isn't perfect. I found that really weird. I mean, he forgot it. How to speak? Kind English of, yeah. Whatever. So I remember talking to him in English, right? And yeah. he was really awkward <laughs> and I was like because I could but nowadays you yeah. see half Caucasian half mm-hmm. Korean so you can't speak any English it's so interesting because they were born here mm-hmm. I like it's a whole new different generation I think of uh, K-pop artists True. very interesting I don't know if it maybe maybe brushed up on his English now it'd be great to talk to him I think one day one day all right we've got um <laughs> Siska from Indonesia who says uh happy Tuesday Sam C Samuel Sar and the lovely Dovey it says uh, F&B couple fluffy and bluffy um don't know much about 17 only remember their songs um very nice Ajun nice that's a great track left and right manze and Paxul clap I like to hear Paxul clap to be played today thank you it's a great track I'd very good song very good song good suggestion mm-hmm. okay have we, got, we got time for another one I think alright then mm. Perfitriani from Indonesia I like most uh, I like every 17's title songs but I like the song called Pretty so much I like 17 because there are so many of them with a very unique personalities and charms also, their songs and dances are captivating. They also mm. good at variety shows and very uh, ver- variety shows and entertaining shows. I think yeah. she meant, uh, which the most crucial reason I stand this group. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, I think I mean, for fans, that's a big important thing, you know. Um, mem- not just releasing great music, yeah. but just having a good energy about them. When you mm-hmm. go on, when you go on a particular variety show or talk show, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. 
being there and, and being present in that moment and, and entertaining, I think, is important too. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, Gwen Marquez says that Joshua and Vernon are the American members. You're right. You're right. Although, Vernon... I think he spent so much time in Korea now since he was a kid. Uh, I think he came as a very young kid uh, to Korea. Um, Adrian also adds on, my junior high school classmate introduced this band to her fellow classmate, but not to me. But clearly you were listening. Uh, you were listening on the side, weren't you? Uh, to hear more about Seventeen. And Aimlita says, I followed them from their debut era because of my sister singing their song all day. That's a huge part of it. I think you can't help but sing along with their songs, you know. Even even me and Samuel were singing along to to Boom Boom Earlier Run, you know. <laughs> you just can't be helped at all. Um, good. All right, guys. Thanks for the comments. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a B-side track to play <laughs> for Witches. you. So, I'm going to go to... I really wanted to go to the debut era, actually, but mm-hmm. then I came across this song, and I remember when I first heard this song, I just loved it. So, I'm going to the sixth mini album, You Made My Dawn. Mm-hmm. This is 2019 that this was released. The title was uh, the song Home, actually, for this one. I went for track number one, which is called Good To Me. Now, um, immediately, this sort of song um, um, kind of sprung out to me because... Um, uh, vocally, I thought it was really incredible. As, as someone who, who, who does lots of singing, especially for demos, and I do lots of backing vocals, I know straight away when a melody is quite difficult to sing. Maybe someone who doesn't do music might not recognise it, but in this one, there are parts of it which I think they show incredible talent. Um, particularly DK and uh, Sungwan for me, just vocally amazing. Not just not just group level, they could go out and release solo albums and it'd, it'd be outstanding, you know, that sort of level. Technically, very high-pitched as well in terms of their key, which is also, for an idol group, you need a member like that. Um, and for this song, um, it's, it's the perfect idol song, in my opinion. Not quite a title, but the perfect idol song because it encompasses what idol music is all about. So, showing off technical ability, a bit of emotion, having um, different aspects like rap, different dynamics, having a really memorable hook, which people like to sing along to as well. Um, Also the perfect song for every member to shine and show their particular skills too, which for, for, for when you're making a song... It's very hard to make everyone shine in the same song. You've got to, it, it, lots of thought has to go into that, you know. Um, there's lots of rap in this one, but they all show different different types of rap. Rhythmically, they're all very different. That makes it more interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, for me, it just represents like the perfect idol song that should be coming out, I think, from an idol group. So they did a good job writing this one, I think. Really good job. That was the most enthusiastic... Um... <laughs> It's a good review song. of yeah. your B-side track yeah. of every Tuesday, so I can't wait to listen to this. Track. I, I yeah. wish I, I wish I wrote it. That's why, man. Oh. I, w- I wish I wrote this song. I get it. Why then? Um, all right, guys, let's have a listen. My B-side track for you. It's 17's "Good to Me." Here we go. Good to me. Ay, yeah, yeah. That was a very energetic song. Yeah, man. It's one of those. Uh, chord-wise, it's great. Like boy group chords mm-hmm. from the 90s almost. Mm-hmm. Instrumentation, interesting too. Backing vocals, interesting mm-hmm. too. You know, it's a, it's a good song. We've- I mean, it sounds like not many vocal background, uh, background vocals are stacked up, but if you 
like split the tracks into mm. every stems, then there must be at least like 20 or more vocal yeah. tracks stacked on on top of each other. I believe. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, I was just gonna this song also good, mm. um, but I do like the Under the Sea song. Ah, <laughs> Under the Sea. Nope, 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 nope. I like my B side track for the day it. better than yeah. Under the Sea. I know I grew up listening to that song, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, people are asking about the sound of yeah. it. Adrian says the xylophone sounds so sweet and. Says, I think it's a glockenspiel instead. It would. Um, so, guys, nowadays, of course, we don't really use real instruments. So, definitely, there was no real instrument used <laughs> in this song. Um, you put this when you're looking at synth sounds. You, mm. This is in the pluck category mm. of synth sounds, and you've got all these different pluck styles instruments that you can use. It's it's one of those probably. But if you want to find mm. an actual acoustic instrument that sounds just like the one used to play the theme of this song, mm. is there is this instrument called kalimba. Oh, kalimba, yeah, yeah, kalimba. Yeah. I mean, it only has C major key, so you gotta like transpose every time you record yeah. it. But it sounds similar, and it's really easy to listen to. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. You give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. it's used in lots of tropical house, especially mm-hmm. um, that was used a lot. So yeah, it's a it's a good sound in in pop music now, K-pop music mm-hmm. nowadays for sure. Um, have we got some other comments to finish off with today? I mean, people seem to have enjoyed it. A which... lot of people wrote yeah. in today, and especially V app is blowing up today. Yeah, which is I think great. it's because we're talking about Seventeen. I believe people people do love Seventeen, don't they? Well, yeah. Thank you so much for you guys. I mean, thank you so much for tuning in today. Mm. Um. Anyways, I saw some comments <coughs> who had question about you actually. About me. I mean, many people obviously like your accent. I mean, oh, really. Can we even call that an accent? But yeah. This is original English, <laughs> yeah. everybody. It is not an accent. It's the original. It's the, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the love. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice talking about 17, wasn't it? Me too, yeah. Yeah, I think really interesting group, interesting songs. I can't wait for next week. Hopefully we'll get another very interesting group to sort of talk about and analyze. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel, enjoy the rest of your week. You too. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're interested in more information about the show Super K-Pop, make sure you go to the official homepage, that is www.adidangradio.com and check out the Super K-Pop page. <laughs>